Now, no matter what subject we teach, we are all teachers of literacy, which is really important, not just only for us in terms of marking our students' work and getting them to correct their literacy errors, but also getting our students to also identify literacy errors and look at keywords and look at spellings as well. So in this episode, I'm gonna talk about how we can help our students enhance their literacy skills. So first of all, I've done deliberately and by accident in my PowerPoint slides is I've made literacy errors. I've made spelling errors, I've made grammatical errors, and I've, get my, I've got my students to point them out. Like I said, I've done it by accident <laughs> sometimes, and they go, oh, miss, that's spelled incorrectly, or miss, you're missing the comma there, that's not right. Then that's a good thing. I sort of laugh it off and just, I sort of pretend as if it was on purpose. I said, well done for spotting that. Anyone else can spot me any more literacy errors, we'll tally it all up and see you'll win at the end of the lesson. So make it into a competition. So do deliberate errors, put deliberate literacy errors on your PowerPoint slides, turn into a competition, see who can find the most mistakes at the end of the lesson, and then the reward you can give them if you'd like to is when as soon as the bell goes, you're the first one out of the room, you can leave the lesson first because students love that. They want to leave um, lessons quickly. So um, chain, turn it into a fun game for them. Jumble up keywords and get them to work out what the keywords are and put the um, letters in the right places so they can then um, tell you what the actual keywords are. Again, turn it into a game, competition. Students love competitions at the end of the day. You can also do a code breaker for keywords. I did this um, a number of years ago, actually. I created this grid um, and each letter in the grid had a specific grid reference. So for example, A3, I4, and each of those corresponded to a certain letter. And I gave them the grid references and they had to find the letters that corresponded to those references to then work out what the keywords were. And again, that's a really fun way to engage your learners. You could do it as a starter activity when they come into the classroom, um, but it helps them find the keywords and it helps them remember the keywords as well as a result of that. You can also create a clue task where you have clues that you give to your students for them to work out the letters that make up the keywords. So each clue corresponds to a letter, for example, or you can do clues that correspond to keywords and those keywords then form a sentence. So you can do anything like that in terms of helping your students formulate sentences, structure sentences, or find the keywords. Now, if you haven't already followed the show, please do so. Leave me a review on iTunes. It'll help me rank high and reach more teachers out there. And I'd like to support you better. Let me know. Leave me questions in the review in terms of the things that you would like better support with in your teaching profession. Peer assessment. We should always be encouraging peer assessment. So ask your students to assess a piece of work that their partner's created, that the partner's done, or another student's done in the class. Give them the criteria sheet in terms of what to look for when it comes to peer assessing that student's work, because we all assume that our students will be able to peer assess easily, they know what to do. We've done it over for, for years, they've, they've done it over and over again. But it's best to give them a criteria sheet to be able to follow so that they can then accurately peer assess that piece of work for you. Uh, but make sure that in that criteria sheet, not only you don't only have criteria specific to the content that you're teaching, but also criteria specific to spellings, for example, and grammar errors and things like that. Give them examples of things that they should be looking for. And your students should be peer assessing in a specific color. So for example, my students would peer assess other students' work in red for me because I'd mark in green. Or you can choose, if, there's a, if there isn't a specific policy in your school in terms of peer assessment, there probably should be, but if there isn't, then of course you can do that yourself within your classroom. You can set the color for the peer assessment, but then it makes it stand out, not just to the students, but yourself as well, and also an observer, and anyone that's looking through doing your book looks for you. 
So get your students to peer assess in a certain colour. You can even do this on Chromebooks. I've done it so many times on Google Drive where they share their piece of work with another student and that student does it in a different colour for them. But, and give bonus points. Give bonus points for the literacy and grammatical errors that they find when they're peer assessing other students' work. Always praise them and reward them for it. Whether, like I said, they leave when the pips go, for example, or if you have um, any, some sort of behaviour system, reward system that you have in your school, part of your school policy, where you give students points and they accumulate these points and they get vouchers, for example. We had Vivos back in the day, a long time ago. So if you have any sort of reward system, then do that. Incorporate that in your lessons in your teaching when it comes to encouraging your students to find those literacy areas, to peer assess accurately and effectively in your lessons. And then allow five minutes, around five minutes, in for the next lesson, at the start of the next lesson, where your students can correct those errors. Of course, they can't correct all of the errors, um, but you could say to them, right, I'd like you to correct these three errors in your work. Have you underlined the title? Have you um, have, do you have any spelling mistakes? Correct the spelling mistakes. Um, do you have capital letters? Correct the capital letters, for example. So give them a specific thing to look for to correct. So they won't be able to correct everything in the five minutes at the start of your lesson, for example. Um, or you can just write at the end of the lesson before they go, before they leave your lesson, so they don't forget because they've just peer assessed and they've just worked together in terms of doing that and they've got literacy errors. Then they can then correct those before the end of the lesson, before they go. And when it comes to spellings, what I normally would do is I'd get them to correct the spelling three times. So write it three times so that they then remember how to spell it hopefully next time. Now, obviously three times might not be enough, but it's better just not just get to correct it once, get them to correct it three times. You could also ask them to go to the back of, the, back of their book and write it five times if you wanted to, to help them to correct that spelling and help them improve that spelling. Remember how that word is actually spelt. So it is really important that we as teachers, whether we're science teachers, PE teachers, geography, drama, whatever it is, that we still help our students improve their literary skills, that we still teach literacy in our lessons to help them improve, whether it's written literacy with their spellings and grammar and structuring their sentences, or spoken words, spoken literacy, speaking and listening skills. Like I've said in the previous episode, and um, there'll be a link somewhere below this episode to that actually, where I've talked about making sure that your students give you full sentence answers, not just one worded answers, because that's gonna help them so much better when it comes to the exam, in terms of formulating full sentence answers, but it's also really good for their speaking and listening skills, their speaking skills and their communication skills. So it's really important that we as teachers instill the importance of literacy in our students and help them correct their literacy errors. But don't forget, please, to follow and leave me a review. And thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Remember, keep on inspiring and thank you for the support that you give to our next generation.